0: Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And uh, today it is episode 47 of season 2, The Revenge of Bruticus. Bruticus.
1: Uh, last episode, last week, <laughs> uh, Starscream was banished to an island where he built the Combaticons, who turned into Bruticus, and who were eventually banished to an asteroid along with Starscream. And this week, yeah. we start on that asteroid. They're still there. They're yeah, still there. They pick up exactly still where fighting. we left off. And yeah.
0: Starscream looks like they brought in the B team to draw him because oh my god, it's it's pretty yeah. bad.
1: Yeah, oh, There's a lot of shit animation in this episode. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, we kind of saw this last season, too, where, you know, they were like two or three episodes from the end of the season, and you could tell they were phoning it in. Yeah. But they're on this asteroid, and Blastoff is hauling them along, kind of through space. Starscream starts arguing with the Combaticons. <laughs> they get the cable. Yeah. And uh, Starscream starts arguing with the Combaticons, flies up in the air, yells at them, shoots at them, and flies away. They do not leave on good terms. Nope, nope, they're... They're not buddies anymore. (laughs) And no sooner does he leave than they're like, oh, hey, we're almost at Cybertron, by the way. Yeah, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Check that out. And they plan to, quote, liberate it. It's like, okay. Anyway. If you wanted to liberate it and arguably you have to work with the Autobots. Anyway, uh, so we go to Cybertron and Shockwave sees this asteroid approach and assumes it's a spaceship, I guess, orders it to land. Land your asteroid. But they do. Yeah, exactly. They do. They light up like a helicopter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they pretty much immediately turn into Bruticus yeah, and like, to identify c- yourselves.
0: When it was like some people call us Combaticons, but we're also and then they form Bruticus,
1: Bruticus, Bruticus. gosh. <laughs> there was a couple neat moments in uh, this fight. Uh, like at one point, Bruticus gets knocked into his back, and all these. Uh, Decepticon drones, circle. Yeah, and I thought him. it was going to be like,
0: oh, what's uh, Gulliver's Travels kind of thing? Like, oh, yeah, they're the going to do with the thing where yeah. they time, oh, yeah. But no, they, they don't do that. But What uh, he
1: does is he he whips, a because one of his arms is, is Vortex, he whips the helicopter rotors out of his shoulder, yeah, spins them up, and shoulder checks a bunch of drones. It was mm. an awesome move. Then picks up uh, Shockwave, who's in gun mode and perfectly sized for his hand, and blasts away everybody else. It was... A great fight. But except for the way he. Uh, I like at one point in this fight, uh,
0: when Shockwave first transforms, he shoots Bruticus point blank in the face. Like, wow. Right in the but face. Then at the end of the fight, he just takes the gun, sticks it in one of Onslaught's
1: guns on his back. And fires it off into space. Like so yeah. was good. Um and we'll come back to Shockwave through space. Shockwave in space <laughs> after the fight though, this is what I thought I was really
0: stupid. They clean everything up. Like it shows them picking all the broken <laughs> robots up and
1: like okay, all right, I guess if you're gonna take over the planet, you might as well keep it tidy. Well, anyway. well Paul, you and I were both Boy Scouts, you know to to leave it cleaner than you. Found it. <laughs> so we go back to Earth now, yeah. and uh, the Insecticons just start attacking a city. Yeah, these I guys know. Now, again. As usual, there's a billion mm-hmm. of them. and like, It's the familiar Insecticon routine of they eat matter, they... Gather energy on and the Decepticons harvest it out of them. Except, oh, f- that's
0: where they're getting it from because it's like somehow them eating this is generating energy. But yeah, okay, yeah, they're doing that bit where, yeah. It,
1: it, well, it does kind of There was one very quick shot where they showed those uh, chambers that the Insecticons stand in to suck oh, the energy out of them. I didn't even notice but that there was Up dudes until this them. point, <laughs> they had always established its. It's organic matter. They have to eat plant matter, yeah, and, and they harvest like, the energy out of that. Now they're just eating buildings and, and yeah, cars and shit. <laughs> Windows. But whatever. We're here. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So we, ha- we have Megatron. We show him just uh, off, you know, away from the city. <laughs> and harvesting. he orders Thundercracker, take these Energon
0: uh, cubes to the space bridge, and it just pans away, and the thing's, like, 30 feet away. <laughs> so, like, they actually take
1: off and land. Like, they don't even get... Ten feet off the ground. The Autobots arrive. Uh, who is it? We got Optimus, Trax, Sideswipe, and Prowl, and they're ready to attack the Insecticons, but there's so many people in the city that and they oh need... no, they're in an inhabited neighborhood. We can't fight anybody with all these humans around. Although, to be fair to Optimus, <laughs> like... a stunning number of neighborhoods in this cartoon have been completely uninhabited. <laughs> yeah. So this actually is out of, <laughs> out of the ordinary for them in this in their universe. So they call in with like zero pomp and circumstance. They call in the protectobots, who I... Yeah, he's like... I'd written down rescue bots, and I started Googling them, and I was like, wait a minute. I think they are called that in one No, there was a kid's universe. cartoon yeah. in the early 2000s, I think, called Rescue Bots. It was like Transformers oh God, for four-year-olds. Which, admittedly, so is this. (laughs) Yeah, if you think about it. But yeah, He's like, "Uh, uh, call in the
0: Protector Bots. I'm like, who? I'll tell you who they are! They're nobody! It's none
1: of your fucking business but the Transformers and you're gonna buy them! I don't even have to give them names anymore! I don't even have to
0: He's not, not even gonna give his uh, names this time. I guess all right. Yeah, he's not even trying. Yeah, he's just like fuck it. But no, uh, here they are. They they show up. They do they yeah. do have names, but they're not mentioned in this episode. No. But the the police car is Streetwise. The motorcycle is Groove. The ambulance is First Aid. Ooh, that's original. And uh, the fire truck is Hotspot.
1: <laughs> and uh, there's a helicopter. His name is Blades. Blades. Yeah, Blades. Who later got a great franchise with the Marvel film company. <laughs> yeah. So while the protectobots bots roll out, uh, we go to kind of a useless and also scientifically incorrect scene with Perceptor and Spike, where, go over it a bit here. Perceptor lets Spike look yeah. through the lens of his magnifying glass, his microscope, and suddenly he sees a telescope into space. Yeah, on, on a screen, in front of a computer yeah. screen. Like, all you're going to do is make the screen bigger but uh. yeah 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 so yeah he's not looking into space he has a microscope set up in front of a monitor <laughs> which is looking and he's space. spike is looking in the monitor and so he's it's he's looking through this and the shot is you know one of those cartoon shots of seven planets all near each yeah. other and spike says it seems to go on forever and perceptor says it does and that's just your solar system <laughs> yeah. Let's not even get into how wrong that is No, exactly But and it's like, oh look, it's a shooting star And the
0: Perceptor's like, oh it's not mm. actually a star It's a meteorite entering the Earth's atmosphere like, No, it isn't If it's entering the Earth's atmosphere, it's a meteor If it's in space, it's a meteoroid If it's falling, it's a meteor If it's on the ground, it's a meteorite like, If any Autobot would know that, it would be Perceptor
1: yeah, Perceptor comes off like a guy who read a couple Wikipedia articles yeah. And if, if you start you asking go. serious questions His arguments <laughs> fall apart yeah, uh, so Changes we go to space. <laughs> and we go to space, and Starscream and Shockwave literally bump into Just each bang. other. <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah. What do you do here? uh, Yeah, Starscream's like, what the fuck are you doing And Shockwave says, I'm running from Cybertron. (laughs) I need your help. We have to take
0: Cybertron back. It's like, oh, the two of you are going to conquer an entire planet. All right. Well, good luck with that.
1: Although, to be fair, it was just conquered by Menasaur. You know, when you think about, or sorry, Bruticus, when you think about the fact that that Bruticus just conquered Cybertron (laughs) that quickly, (laughs) what the fuck was Optimus doing for nine million years? (laughs) Exactly. All he had to do was take out Shockwave. Not nine million, five five million years. He's been on Earth for four, <laughs> but still, what the fuck? Anyway, um, we go back to uh, Cybertron. and Onslaught has hijacked the basically the power yeah, of he's Cybertron. Yeah, like, oh, technology has
0: advanced since they were imprisoned. Why does he talk like a snob like that? Like you think he talked like a drill
1: sergeant or something? Like, you know, soldier, I need you to do this. <laughs> I'm sure, like the voice actors, at a point were like, well, I got to figure out something original. I've done yeah, seven drill sergeants. It. But he basically uses <laughs> yeah. the power of Cybertron to juice up the space bridge and drag Earth into the sun. That's the evil plan for this episode. <laughs> and then we go back to the Earth. He sets the controls for the heart of yeah. the sun. That's a, that's a really old
0: school Pink Floyd reference.
1: So we go back to Earth and the Protective Bots have effectively evacuated everybody out of the city, kind of. Yeah, first aid just picks up a guy with this little thing that comes <laughs> out of the back and hauls him in on the stretcher. Later they start yeah, okay. shoving them into meatloaf. And then uh, <laughs> Spike and Perceptor arrive, and oh, so the Autobots are going to attack the Insecticons, and then Spike and a Perceptor arrive yeah. and tell Optimus, uh, the, "Hey, uh, Energy glide flies in and Good drops them Powerglide. off." Powerglide. And uh, they tell Optimus, hey, energy from Cybertron is dragging us into the sun. Bum, bum, bum. We're going to die. And then... Uh, <laughs> they just let the Insecticons
0: keep eating the city. They All do. right, got to go to the Space Bridge. You guys eat
1: your city. The Insecticon destroying the city becomes such an ignored plot that you have to assume the city was absolutely destroyed. They never deal <laughs> they just, with it after this. Nope. They it's, run into a couple Insecticons, but that horde eating the city... They're left to do as they will. Yeah. So they, the Autobots go to the Space Bridge and they're going to tra- transport to Cybertron uh, when one of the Insecticons, I can't remember which one it was.
0: Yeah, Megatron's like, he's after the controls and Shrapnel, stop him or whatever.
1: So Shrapnel just bites the controls off, sticks it
0: on his back and goes underground. Like, this is their new trick. They can just dive into the ground and psh, they're gone. Yeah, when they attack the
1: city, <laughs> they came from underground. They're Tremors now. Commercial break. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, the uh, we go up to... Uh, Cybertron again and the Combaticons get attacked by I don't know space monsters tentacle crabs
0: squiggly tentacle thing (laughs) pincers in the front and they
1: they fight there's a lot of fighting this goes on for a while the short version Mm. is that Shockwave and Starscream have access to a holographic projector and they are trying to get the Combaticons to burn out all their energy fighting illusions
0: waste all their ammo and nothing but these things are shooting back at the Combaticons and their shots are making explosions so what is yeah but uh, uh, then they kind of get bored with that, so Starscream asks him, like, how do you work this thing? (laughs) So Shockwave's like, let's send something new. Gargoyles! Like, what? How does Shockwave even know what a gargoyle is? (laughs) Really?
1: Gargoyles Yeah, he has legitimately never been to Earth. So they let the Combaticons deal with these holograms. They head off to the teleport chamber, discover Earth's fate, and Shockwave is like, I must save Megatron! And Starscream... Shoots him. Nope. <laughs> you
0: will do no such thing. <laughs> and shoots him in the back.
1: And then um, there's a couple little jump back and forth. Hey, remember this person's doing that and they're doing this. And we come yeah. to Starscream contacting Megatron and to basically demanding <laughs> his surrender or he'll let the sun, Earth crash into the yeah, sun. Why... Tell Megatron that. Why not let it happen? Yeah, you're second (laughs) in command. Just take command. Yeah, just let it Uh, happen. So he says, I wait your answer. Shuts him off. So then we go back to the Combaticons, and Swindle figures out the the ruse. He finds the projector. (laughs) Gentlemen. Hmm. uh,
0: These guys are like... they actually are a team. Like, it seems like they actually genuinely want to be a team. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but
1: we see the same thing with the Stunticons, uh, I think, the yeah, next episode. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Shockwave and Starscream, and Shockwave wakes up, and those two start fighting for a bit until the Combaticons arrive, and Starscream's like, hey, I'm your boss, don't forget. And they're like, no, you're our prisoner. <laughs> and they take them both. Yeah, Brawl's like, nope, you're our prisoners. <laughs> and they throw them in jail. <laughs> there and you go. now we go <laughs> back to Earth. And, uh, and it's hot. It is. Cook it. Literally, it, they are so close to the sun that farmers' crops are just lighting on fire. Yeah, the well is dry, and all of a sudden the farm lights up on fire, and
0: Hotspot just happens to be driving by, so he puts it out, because, you know, it's kind of his thing, right? And then it shows Inferno and Red Alert are kind of doing the same thing, too, putting out fires.
1: And <laughs> the, the Protective Bots can't keep up with how bad it's getting, so then we go back to the Insecticons. <laughs> they're eating cars, buildings, and all that jazz. <laughs> they come through the wall, and they're eating a car. Yeah, <laughs> and Megatron wants his control panel back. And he's then like, where's the op- that control panel? And Shrapnel's just standing there holding it. It's yeah, like, there it is. And then the, the Autobots idiot. arrive and they find out that Shrapnel ate half the goddamn thing and it's <laughs> yeah. useless and commercial break.
0: <laughs> they just have to come, or the Incepticon, all right, the Ones just retreat. And it's like
1: they the, do just run.
0: Megatron just said, Hey, where's the control panel? That's all he asked. And anyway, but anyway, yeah. now it shows Megatron and Perceptor walk towards the controls together. And Perceptor transforms, and he's looking at it, and he's like, you know, I can fix this, but I need all this. Techno shit to do it.
1: And Megatron's mm-hmm. just like do 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 I'm just going to hang out here it's fine it's all yeah, right. Basically, yeah. Perceptor if he has certain components he can do it and Optimus says I'll I'll offer some of mine if Megatron offers some of his, which is kind of a shitty ultimatum, like you should just try to save the world. But Megatron finally relents yeah. and he had a great
0: line here. Yeah, and he's like uh, if oh, if this like uh, this Oh what did he say it's like if this uh, Autobot Quack or something tries anything no shatter his shatter lenses her.
1: from the inside yeah from the that in is, inside <laughs> like put that in a human context that's like somebody saying if they they try anything pop out his eyes from the inside Yeah that's through the fucking the hardcore the man <laughs> so uh, we go back to the Protective Bots. Oh, yeah, and this is, they find a meat freezer, and they just start herding people in, raw cow carcasses and all, <laughs> <laughs> acknowledging that it is getting on. hotter like, I and can't hotter. can't
0: cool the whole planet.
1: Well, no. <laughs> no, you're no you cannot. <laughs> They're putting the- <laughs> the fucking freezer with the side of beef. Definitely house. ignoring health and safety. Cool. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we then we the go to Perceptor and uh, he gets the component working and then the space bridge b- working. So they all go. Decepticons and Autobots yeah, everybody gets on the bridge the and Optimus wh- is like, no, we
0: will do this. So yeah Megatron, yeah. Optimus Prowl Thundercracker Side Swipe Sky Warp Sunstreaker and Ramjet are all working together. And we haven't had both sides
1: working together for some time. A little bit. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're for a while there was like three or four episodes two or three that just hey optimus and megatron need to work together yeah they got it hasn't been for a while and they they very quickly find starscream locked up (laughs) and starscream is like i didn't do it they made me do it it wasn't my fault and And like, he's lying liar liar pants on fire (laughs) (laughs) and uh Megatron pulls him out, and he's like, I, uh, "Oh yeah!" He pulls him out, and he Starscream immediately starts haggling again, and he's like, <laughs> "I know how to stop Bruticus, but you have to make me leader." And Megatron's like, "Or I'll blow you away if you don't stop Bruticus." And as they're arguing, the Combaticons yeah. attack.
0: <laughs> There's this one scene here where um, uh, Blastoff is basically just carpet bombing this, the thing, and he almost hits. Oh my god! That almost hits Brawl. M- what, yeah, like, and then Brawl just fires a shot at him. And he does that
1: classic Steve Martin line. Well, excuse me. It's like, oh, my God, really? (laughs) But you could like it was there's basically, you know, like trenches and ravines. If you think of like the the trenches on the Death Star, it's that all over Cybertron and blast off like carpet bombs, these things. And they just they spread out like veins and networks. The explosions spread out across Mm. the surface of Cybertron. There was a lot of great moments in this episode.
0: Prowl and Sightsway, uh, they shoot down Blastoff, and he runs into Vortex, so they're down out of the air. And then Megatron just goes, bang, 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 shoots Brawl, Swindle, and Onslaught, just three in a row.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, you're down, you're down, you're down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the Combaticons were like...
1: It was basically as soon as Optimus and Megatron came in, the the odds in the fight Well, the, that's what the
0: Combaticons realize It's like, okay, we're outnumbered, so or they're ganging up on us. And it's like, well, we're gonna gang
1: up on them, and they form Bruticus. <laughs> they do, and then... It, as they start smashing stuff and that allows Optimus to I think he sees their setup where he realizes oh they're using the space bridge to pull Earth into the sun so yeah
0: he puts it together like that's how they're doing this because I was thinking how in the world are you going to alter the orbit of a planet but I guess if they're using something that yeah
1: fine it's too dumb to worry about (laughs) now Megatron puts that's just a neat scene where he puts his gun to Starscream's head and he's like how do we kill Bruticus and Starscream admits that there's a fail safe mechanism of course there is you just shoot his gumdrop buttons on his back (laughs)
0: yeah they really it's like a snowman's uh, yeah. buttons. Onslaught's guns
1: aren't on Brutus' back now. Like, where did they go? I know. It's just, they, they're gone yeah, it's because we need these three things. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah he has to hit these three specific spots. So another great shot here where Bruticus Bruticus comes in and picks up Megatron and the camera mm. stays on Megatron and the fist. So we get a pan up in the background of the entirety yeah, like of like Bruticus. I have
0: my revenge for oh. being in prison for millions of years. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah,
1: I know. It, yeah, you, th- it's mentioned a couple times that these five have a serious grudge against Megatron. Mm. I guess for good reason. Yeah. So as as Megatron has uh, Bruticus distracted with him. Optimus shoots him in the spots. Uh, Bruticus falls down and cannot move, so they uh, they grab the thing they need off him and <laughs> yeah. sideswipe turns off the space bridge. Yeah, somehow sideswipe is the one that finishes us out. Yeah, like, like this is so a perceptor, or
0: ratchet, or wheeljack job of the ones that are there. Though I think I thought Prowl would be the one to do it. But yeah, anyway.
1: and the and and we see the Earth go back into its regular orbit. But when we see it, it's it's <laughs> yeah. like maybe one Earth length <laughs> or width away from <laughs> yeah, the sun. From the it should be vapor. Um, <laughs> oh Optimus says to Megatron, Bruticus is a danger to the entire galaxy. He has to be destroyed. Yeah, a yeah. It, Megatron agrees. Yeah, it, it well, seems and to it agree. looks like he does because he has, uh, who, Ramjet and Starscream, they kind of hook him up. Yeah, they pick him up. They fly Bruticus over f- Megatron and with one blast, Megatron, Megatron just blows just him to pieces. Blast him to pieces, yeah, just poof, gone. That's it. Yep. He, he dead. So the Autobots go home and a couple of them, I think Ratchet was one of the ones who, was it, or for Prowl, was Prowl, who was saying, like, I don't Tr- that doesn't seem right. Why are they letting us leave? Yeah, Why did they just warm up so guys. quickly? And we go back and finds and the out.
0: The Very next line is it's sideswipe saying it, but it's Corey Burton doing the voice. And it's kind of like sunstreaker's voice, but prowl and sideswipe are the same voice actor. Like did Michael Bell just leave the room when he did prowls lines? Like, and it, it it's really clunky the way he says it too. It's like we can get back to our friends on Earth, or whatever. It's yeah. Like. yeah it's so he's trying to read it without his glasses <laughs> on or something like. Oh,
1: so anyway. uh, we cut back to Megatron, and it turns out that that was all an illusion from the holographic projector that yeah. Shockwave had taught Starscream how to use. Great setup early on, amazing uh, twist at the end. Paul, I love this episode.
0: Sir Isaac Newton would have kittens. Never mind sending Earth into the sun, it's too stupid to worry about. Before that, they managed to land an asteroid on Cybertron like they were landing a helicopter. That is not at all what would happen, all right? I mean, Cybertron has gravity, and that thing is huge. But we did that already back in season one with War of the Dinobots, but don't put away the physics book yet. Starscream was presumably flying towards Earth, and Bruticus shot Shockwave into space in a totally random direction. Starscream and Shockwave collide, and both stop dead in their tracks in deep space. No, unless they're the exact same mass traveling at the exact same speed at exact opposite angles... <sighs> Experiment time. Get a friend and go down to the baseball field. One of you stand on home plate, the other guy up in the middle of center field, and both of you throw identical baseballs at each other, try and get them to hit each other over and then drop down onto second base and stay there. I'll wait. You got it to work, did you? Well done. It's not impossible, but it's insanely unlikely. I mean, you should get a lottery ticket on the way home. Now, get a couple of cannons, back up to your about two miles apart, put on blindfolds, and start shooting until you get the cannonballs to... <laughs>
1: And here's the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The end of another episode, a good episode. I enjoyed it. Mm, that was a good one. Next episode is going to be Masquerade, and if you want to see somebody who is trying to masquerade their lame life, is a really cool one. You can find myself on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P McPherson One. Yeah, I'm on there too. Uh,
0: make sure you rate and review us on uh, whatever it is you're using to listen to
1: us. And uh, tell all your friends. Tell everybody. And until next time, keep on (laughs) transpiring. See ya. I need your help.